but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Mugs, it's that time of week. Moz, Bean, the two mugs coming at you hot and heavy, mates. Back to Eagle Farm, brother. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing because, <laughs> man, I tell you what, last month we've just been swamped with shit tracks. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrified actually this week. I think um, I'm excited by a few of the group ones that are across the rest of the nation, down south in particular. But um, I think Eagle Farm's a bit of a concern with the drainage and we've had, I think Sydney's about to have the the lords have opened up the heavens down there. I think they're going to get about 400 mils or something in the next three days. Yep. And Brisbane's had about that the last week, so I don't know how the track will play. <laughs> it says says a soft six, but um, mate, I got no idea. Hey, that's the thing. And and look, Eagle Farm plays, let's just say, a certain way, regardless of the weather. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember a meeting where it's probably going to be under the pump with rain throughout the day, which looks like we're going to get up here in Brisbane as well. Yeah, so, Saturday looks the worst of it. I think twenty-five yeah. mils or something they're talking about. So that's that's pretty that's pretty heavy all day. I mean, and the rails looks like it's out two and a half, but. Regardless, mate, I think they're going to be coming wide. I think they're going to be coming from anywhere. I think it's just going to be a real character-building weekend. But you're right. We've got Group 1s everywhere to absolutely make it a belter of a weekend. Golden Slipper weekend, mate. One of my favourite races of the year. It is your favourite, Um, yeah. Yeah, no, it certainly is. Uh, what uh, What about yourself, mate? Have you remembered picking a Golden Slipper winner for years gone by? No, I think um, I think I think the I think the only one I didn't catch it, but it was a, it was a dead set. It was the Snowden Stitch Up was the old capitalist one. That yeah. was that was the classic. I think it was about a three dollar favorite. Comes out in the lead up race two weeks prior, gets belted by a few out to nine dollars, and it was almost like they lost it on purpose. The lead up race because then it came out at nine dollars, and I think it beat them by four lengths or something. <laughs> Ooh, it, was, it looked like a living certainty as it came down the middle of the track. And I was like, how did I miss that at $9? Wowza. And unfortunately, we had zero on it at all, which is just the way yeah. that uh, the punting goes sometimes, yep. doesn't it, mate? That's the main one mate, I remember, though. Well, look, we'll, uh, we may as well get stuck into the the big group one down in Melbourne Friday night. Yeah, it's William yep. Reed, Mooney Valley, uh, Mooney Valley mate, which is... Which I guess we're we're coming off All Star Mile Week as well, mate. We haven't even uh, touched on a few big, big efforts from the Queenslanders. We've got Crone that secured the Group One Coolmore, so yep. just classic Crone, mate. Keeping egg on our face week after week. Uh, and how big was the H, mate? Fifth place, and I'll be honest with you, I thought the big fella loomed up to almost look like the winner. Yeah, I thought we were I thought we were dead set on then to be fair. And I was <laughs> and I was sitting there filthy because I haven't had a cent on him to win. I had a little bit of a dab in the placings, but I had nothing on the big boy to win the, the all-star mile. And it just would have absolutely made me sick if you had have gotten there. But hey, fifth is an awesome result. We we plugged it. We we picked it, mate. Um, I'd imagine the the party went on pretty late that night for the boys. Oh yeah, mate, that's a that's a huge result for the for the um for the stable and for the ownership group really against a quality field like that to come around the corner. I think in front at one point in that race, and yeah. then on a pretty gallant fifth against you know the likes of you know sort of Cox Plate winners and and the like, and then obviously the horrible news today out of the race that um. 
the connection yeah. The, yeah Russian Camelot is um is to be retired and I think was it yesterday Farnan is off to stud so another one mm. another big another big cult bites the dust it looks like so they just keep they just keep they're dropping like flies mate Hey, well, that's it. He uh, fine and lasted a year. Hey, that's yeah, I think they that. said um, it was something to do with like a training, not a training mishap, but some sort of didn't come through yeah. training well. So they were just like, you know what? There's no point devaluing him at all. So no. off, off he goes. Oh, mate, the deals, yeah. the deals would have been done a long, long time ago. So yeah, it's uh, it's as simple as well. Let's send him off and make some bank. Mate, which is good because it means that I don't have to get sucked into back and fun and yep. uh, every, <laughs> every week, which is what I've done for well a year on the day now since he's won the Golden Slipper. So yeah, bloody who? But mate, we'll kick off with the the William Reed. So Friday night there, mugs. We'll we'll get in early so you have our selections if you want to follow them. But you've got Libertini back first up, mate. Massive last prep first up. We all remember that. And yep. a few um, a few horses coming through that sort of. Uh, new market slash Oakley plate there that were probably disappointing runs, um, but it's grand final after grand final. So Libertini's your favorite at five. You got September run at five as well. And then it's a big field. It's a tight turning Mooney Valley track, always yep. plenty of pace. How are you reading this one, mate? Mate, I am. Um, I found this pretty hard. Like you said, I think a lot of them have been around. September run, um, you can't you can't scrap it. But I just can't be on it. Five dollars the way it the way it runs. I actually thought um, yeah. I actually thought from this race, Mars Crusader is massive overs at nine dollars. I reckon. Um, it comes through the Sydney form, which is actually is actually pretty good. I think it ran a third to Mizzy, which comes out and runs a pretty good second in last weekend's Coolmore to obviously Crone. I beat home Bivouac in that race. What price does he start? Probably three or something like yeah. that, even in this field. Um, I just think with the wizard steering, they've gone for the they've opted for the good track, get him out of Sydney, even though he does handle all sorts of conditions. And I just feel like this is its go. I think um from the draw, we get the wizard to steer. Mate, I think it's I think it's overs in a race where there's a fair bit of pace and most of it's drawn out. Okay, all right, mate. I'm uh, I'm hoping that the pace is on because I'm going for Libertini to explode first up here, um, and it's it's hard to back a favourite in this race because so much can go wrong. As yep. in fucking <laughs> running. I mean, I mean, we got our, our good mate Benny T, mate, glorious member of the Brooklyn Hustle fan club. But you know what you're going to get. Um, and you're right. You know what you're going to get with September run. You want those horses that are going to have clear air. So I'm hoping Libertini just sits wide, if anything, uh, in the top half of the field. I think this is their the planning to steal what looks to be a pretty ordinary group one uh, with respects. But what I mean by that, there's no nature strip here. There's no bivouac here. There's none of those top echelon sprinters, so to speak, even though that's sort of up in the air of who they are. Um, yeah. But they want to get the group one with this girl so that they can just have that on the file. So she's yeah. always thereabouts. Beat home Classique Legend first up last prep. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, I think they've cherry picked this race from a long way out. So hit the group one uh, and then the rest is a bonus for her this prep. So let's do it. Friday night fever. You get value right, at 480 anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, man. Well, look, we've got to move on to the good stuff. And as we said, <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> it's Ladies' Day at Eagle Farm. At least the fillies will be out in proud, mate. Uh, yeah. And there's a there's a pretty good horse going around in the first. Of course, 
Chico Malagro. So yep. last start, first up, mate. We we knew exactly what we get with this fella. Drew wide, was never going to get across, was never going to be able to dictate the stable, mate. Leadership spill there, but still had the audacity to truck home for third. Rod yep. Golan on board, mate. Do I need to stop there? Is that what you're telling me we're, we're on? Yeah, I think we forget about the rest of them, to be honest. Um, it draws a gate. Um, I think Shinjin will lead. It should be tucked in behind and not have to head them off around the corner if it doesn't want to. So as long as Rod doesn't go nuts up front, but I don't think he's I don't think he's that silly. And um, it handles all the conditions. Big tick, wins, I think. Yep. yep. Whatever you're putting down, I'm doubling down, mate. Chico yep. Malagro just gets a dream one. Um, yep. I think his problems just been throughout his his short career, just barrier draws. Um, And we've seen the best of him when he's drawn well. He always runs an honest race. I think they can bounce back the team there from last start. Mr. TJ, good on you, brother. All right, mate, moving on. Race two, the Chris Waller middle distance handicaps here, 2,200 metres. And the big man, he's got a big big team down in Melbourne and Sydney. So he's decided... Let the locals battle this out, which doesn't mm. make our life any easier, mate. The Colonan looks wise when a last start must be said. Bold executive there for Wigo. They're your joint favourites here at 350. Uh, and then you're really sort of stretching the form there, getting down to a horse like Dream Candy, 200 to 1. 2200, mate. Three year olds, handicap conditions, shoot blanks. Mate, this race was um, pretty hard. The, the year in, in the week, they're actually aiming the Cullinan for a derby trip, which to me, if it's if it's been targeted for a derby, it has to win this. So yeah. I haven't I haven't tipped it here. I've got, actually got um point counterpoint on top, um two from four in the conditions. I'm sort of going stuff that handles the conditions and will be thereabouts on the pace. Um, it drops a few kgs, which will help. And it's I think it's the only horse in the race that's actually run this trip before so that for me was the fitness with the conditions i think you're going to need to be fairly tough and i think point counterpoint for ronnie stewart's the horse here but yeah the cullinan aiming for a derby uh needs to win this <laughs> for the stars mate yeah. yeah i was a bit shocked to to read that throughout the week as well look especially when i don't know it's it's career so far probably isn't quite there yet but hey who knows yep. just couldn't I mean, need, good on need this yeah. distance i mean I mean, if you've got a derby horse, you shouldn't really be winning over 1,400 metres. Then you've, you've got a bit of a champion on your hands, uh, yeah. I think. But I'm sticking with our boy Wigo here, bold executive in the second, mate. Now, I know a few of these bold horses aren't your most favourite cup of tea. Um, I just can't just get the <laughs> No. Well, hopefully I can, mate. Uh, it was – look, it was pretty much nosed out by half a length there last start from the favourite. Um I'm just looking at my apprentice v senior jock rule, mate. Big Leah, she hasn't really performed for me when I've backed her in. So with that being said, we go on board. I'm getting on for a swap in the results this week there at the farm. And it's one of those things too, mate. You want to almost look for horses that have won and run at this track because it just keeps serving up slop for us every week. Yeah. Um, and if they've just got repeated failures at Eagle Farm, well, yeah. it's almost that is yeah, the form. I think I've factored that into a few of mine and left others out that I would otherwise tip because I'm like, never won at this track and just, or doesn't even run well. So I've just gone, nope, bin. <laughs> yeah, bin. And that's putting it nicely. Yeah. Uh, mate, we'll race three. Doesn't get any easier. 
three-year-old, handicapped, 1,600 metres. That's about all I need to tell you. Yeah. Abracadazzle, Rod Gowan, that's probably a confidence factor with that one. But again, you got Wigo Taylor there with back when, who that North Queensland spruik is always around about. And second to Georgie's pride, reads pretty well in the form. Cosmic Gossip, mate, I know you've given a bit of love over the, uh, the prep, this prep, yeah. and make a catch for the rest of them. They're here. They're here for a paycheck. I don't know who gets one. Put it that way. Yeah, I've I've got Abracadazzle on top. I think two pods ago, I um, had a bit of a crack at it and said I didn't like its run, and then it came out and um, came out and ran a pretty good second after the third. Um, yep. I just went for horses. It'll handle the conditions. It'll be on pace, um, and I just think from the soft draw, gets every chance. Absolutely hate the price though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's poison odds, mate. But look, I've, yeah. I've got to jump on with you. Um, yep. and it's just. Purely because, look, we made a bit of a case for Bold Executive and the, the Cullinan in the race prior, and it, it split them that start. Yeah, so, yeah exactly right. The, form, the form's there in the market, 320. I think you're probably going to find that shortens just because when people decide to pick up yeah. the form five minutes before the race and see T-Goal and they get on. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would, have a, would have a guess that you might be spot on there. <laughs> yeah. Simple, simple stuff, mate. Like like Wednesday, mate. I, I simply said heavy form, early speed. That is Brisbane Racing 101. Might yep. need to go back there this week. <laughs> sure uh, well, look, if there's specialties, mate, it's two-year-olds with Bean. And I yep. mean that on the horse racing field out there public, if you've just listened to this snippet. <laughs> Although he's uh, dad of the year for his little one. He's nearly two. So yeah. <laughs> mate, two-year-olds, 1,400. I've been there. Uh, second favourite there at six, Matt. I know you like the beans, you know. Yeah, spill of beans. They go, they go okay, the old spill of beans. <laughs> yeah, and you only get 10% for, uh, per quote that you, you quote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Um, but I guess the main formula you're looking at is that uh, the two-year-old jewel. So yeah, it's the only victim, yeah. but a lot of them are backing up. It's just whether a run on a heavy nine into a bit of a soft, shifty Eagle Farm track, is that going to absolutely obliterate a horse so you're looking at that as your premier form mate yeah that's that's the form here i think on um i think on saturday i did actually have i think king gutho was about six dollars a place and i didn't mind it in that race with some of its form i actually I, I wasn't what i tipped on the pod but i had a dabble on it and i can't get off it it was 0.6 lengths of sweet dolly i mean even if it. yeah even if eagle farm drains well it gets the extra trip um i just think it should be winning this there's zero value again though so that is just like Two dollars. I mean, I was hoping three fifty, and it's a bet. But two sixty, I'm sort of like, ugh. And well, you you just sort of summed it up there. Two year olds. It's a big field. It's Eagle Farm for the first time for a lot of these ones. I guess he's got the form on the board. But I'm I'm looking outside, um, and I'm backing a maiden in here, which is just terrible, terrible thing to do. <laughs> um, league lease. Lassay, Lee Lassay on top for me, mate. Seven bucks, third in the favourites field there. Um, look, third, last start, coming home behind the Stiffmeister. So I'm oh, yeah. just looking outside of that dual form just purely because I think that that could have been a gut buster run for a lot of them. Um, but we'll find out because I know there's there's a bit of form from that meet at the Gold Coast last week. So... Yep, a bit of value each way, mate. Not a lot of confidence from us so far at race four, but Muggs, we warned you about two months ago that the racing up here was going to get pretty ordinary pretty quick, and uh, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly when it's wet on a shifty eagle farm sand surface. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help. 
doesn't help the cause, I don't think. Well, it's either that or we get a, a heavy 25 at the Gold Coast or Sunny Coast, mate. We just can't win. Yeah, the weather's been there's the weather's been a bit wet, so it's made it pretty difficult, mate. Race That's five right, doesn't get any easier. <laughs> no, well it doesn't. And what I might do, I might interject here because I think the the mugs need a bit of a spruik up, and we're going to talk Group One racing. Let's get yep. one of these out of the way, mate, because I can All tell right. we're we're doing this via Zoom mugs, and we're getting a bit sleepy just looking at these forms at Eagle Farm. So Group One Ranvit. We've got a clash of the titans, mate. Addy B back to defend the Queen Elizabeth crown, yep. but we've got the Queen of Australia going around. Very elegant, mate. It's two bucks either way. Which camp are you in this time around? Can I can I just say this is a joke oh, of a group one. It is an absolute. Terrible. It's a disgrace. It's an absolute disgrace. If I had a horse that was <laughs> that could run two thousand meters and qualify and, and handle the slop, I'd be sending it down to Sydney. It's a dead set disgrace. Anyway, Even if you couldn't, mate, you yeah. let me let me uh, let me interrupt you there. Sixth place pays seven thousand dollars. Yeah. So you could finish six by fifty five lengths. You're still picking up seven k, and I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I know you're pretty rich, mate, but I could I could certainly use seven k to go <laughs> this weekend. Like, mate, I'd be I'd be happy I'd be happy with seven k. I'd put that seven k on on one of the the top two in the market. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's insane. Um, with with that said, I went out of here, but I just think um, it's proven elegant gets the <clears throat> gets the um a bit of weight relief there. I think two kilos or whatever it is, but um, Addy able lead and handles the, the absolute mud fest that appears to be Rose Hill on Saturday. So I'm assuming yeah. you'll have the queen on top, but um, that's just a guess. Let's just, uh, let's just say your, we could be your favorite horse. We could be on for the Cornella. Yeah. I've got the queen of Australia on top, mate. Uh, look, Addy, Addy, Adib, Adib, whatever we want to say. Target's obviously the queen Elizabeth there in a couple of weeks. I think I'd just like to see the run. Very elegant, up, fit, winning races. This She'll be third up this prep. So she's going to be, if not 100%, 95% ready to peak in a couple of weeks as well. So on top for me, mate, funny uh, runner in this race, had a cheeky 200 to one. So yeah, this thing Prince Fawaz. <laughs> be epic content for us for a few weeks. But we chucked a few, uh, a few things up throughout the week. We're talking about that 2019 uh, JJ Atkins where you've got Principal Waz that won it. Kubrick is actually going around at, uh, at Eagle Farm, I believe, on Saturday. And we had yep. a reloaded go around, I think, at BM44 on, at Wednesday. The, <laughs> on Wednesday. Started at twenty-five. doesn't finish in the top three. What an absolute farce. What was the, the quote? What was the quote from David Fowler? Do not do yourself a favor and do not ever back that horse again <laughs> in regards yep. to reloaded. And, absolute uh, clangor. <laughs> David, mate, we could have told you that about six months ago i'm sorry yes. mate but you're late to the party anyway it's it's the the great game hey yeah it's yeah. a group one it's one more than you and i have let's put it that way that's true that's right all right so look quinella but it's probably a watch race there mugs let's be yeah, honest i think so yeah mate well we're getting uh we're getting onwards now we're going into race five back at eagle farm mugs back at heaven's gates this has to be we should Call Brisbane Racing Club after this and actually ask if we can sponsor this race because this is the Mugs Handicap friggin' 101. I'm sorry, Silk Laser Clinics. We love you, but Maddie Rocks, Royal Witness, Invisible L, Tessa, <laughs> JJ Dar, mate. This is the who's who of absolute 
cash guzzlers that suck us in each and every week. Which one sucks you in this week? The the roulette continues. Mate, I've actually um I've so there's a, there's a few of my I probably I probably should be with Invincible L with the with the track conditions, but I've settled on Epic Girl because I just thought there's I mean hard stride will go forward, but if Epic Girl can pinch the lead, it's only missed once on the soft track. It eats this trip with a, I think a 25% strike rate, and it'll just be leading. And I think they're going to be hard to run down on Saturday in the wet. Like they just horses just don't run on well in the wet conditions. So I want to be on a leader that handles the conditions, and that is Epic Girl at 550. I thought, mate, 370 Matty rocks. Good luck if if you if you're launching into that, mate. You've you've got absolute kahunas because that's just you might as well burn your money this is this is what baffles me too and i'm glad it's not just me because a, a prominent queensland racing personality chucked this up on twitter throughout the week it's just these the machines of chris waller chris lee's who does their placement for horses i mean this yeah. thing swamped on the line at 1400 meters both last two starts and it's back yeah. here at 1200 meters there's a 1400 meter race on the day yeah it makes no sense it gets in lighter in the weights, better, better, uh, better place in the field. Like, I'd just be, I think the owners don't obviously give a shit, but you'd be filthy. Yeah, I, yeah, it makes no sense to me. I don't know what they're, what they're, what they're doing. He does do that a bit though, Waller. He goes out to fourteen hundred, back to twelve hundred. But the way she's always running on, <laughs> you, well, you don't shorten the trip. <laughs> exactly, and when you've got a, a small field like this with no pace, yeah. Um, I better give you my tip, mate. With zero confidence, Royal Witness on top. I don't think I've actually uh, really ever backed Royal Witness. So I haven't been, uh, let's say, through the roller coaster of emotions. I can, like I can give you, I can give you my my shirt from the fan club, mate. Yeah, that's it. I was going to say, I think you've got a lifetime membership for the roller coaster, so I might borrow it yep. and see how we go. But I just looked at, well, Maddie Rocks is a write-off after that little spiel, but. I think it was coming home the better, albeit invincible L1, which just shows yes. she's probably, you know, ready to peak third up. But I think we've said that quite a few times over the years about Royal Witness. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Mate. Back to back to our staying trips. Yep. They just need to get us on Sky just to spruik the racing names because how could anyone get excited about a BM80? With Joymaker as the favourite at two dollars twenty, oh, it's um, it's. But yeah. I mean, we've been saying it. The minute Joymaker gets out to two thousand plus, the problem is heavy and soft form, mate, non-existent. So, what's Bean going to do here, Mugs? Yeah, mate. Um, Joymaker's in the bin. <laughs> I've actually um I'm, I've landed on the second favorite. I thought I think seven fifty is what I saw last night when I was doing my tips. But um I think Love of Silly's overs here for the Chris Lee's stable. Um you get Huxtable on board carrying fifty seven and a half. Um he handles all the conditions. We mentioned the price, the the poison of about Joymaker. Um he wasn't in the best part of the track last start. It was in on the rail, and I think stuck with you for burn was down the outside and that horse looks pretty promising getting up in trip i think stuck with you i quite i, I rate it and i think um huxtables has got has he got a claim still i thought he did still have a claim yeah, yeah one and a half still kilos yeah but he he's pretty close to um to outriding that i think outriding so. that, yeah i would have thought so because he's been performing pretty well but I, I just thought in this race i want something that's going to be thereabouts and it says back marker or off midfield but it was 
It was maybe two or three back defence last start, so I don't think it's going to be that far off them in this race. And whereas Joymaker could be, <laughs> it'll it'll be out yeah. the back, and hopefully it's in some sort of speedboat because it'll need to be to get home over the top of a few of these. Well, that's it, and it's it's. I mean, it it looks perfect on paper for Joymaker, but just this track and the weather, and if they're going to be making ground, and you just know what you're going to get from her. So, nah, she's a big watch go round, and yeah, big watch, and we'll just be rage segments next week if uh, if she does get up. But yep. I've learned with Mashani's secret on top for me. Um, I just think that it just seems to be a bit of a 2,000 plus horse only goes in sort of the soft, heavy conditions. So I'm hoping that track's a bit choppy. You got that Fisher Lisser on top, mate. He doesn't ride a bad race. Um, and just one that, you know, comes through that Joymaker race, was coming home okay, but yep. finished, you know, finished ahead of uh, of sort of stardom and hallowed girl. So the form's there on the board. It's not a lot of confidence in the race, though. Is there? No, it's another another toughie. <laughs> All right. Well, mate, Joymaker absolutely zaps the life out of it. So yep. should we get back up with a group one? Let's do the it. Yep. Let's do it. All right. Well, next one there from Rose Hill on Saturday. Yeah, there, Mugs. Rose Hill Guineas, 2,000 yeah. metres. Uh, you got Mwanga, the favourite there, at $2.70. Lions Raw, last start there. Uh, nose out, Mwanga there in the guineas. So that's your Quinella. Montfilia, though, the minute that that horse sees 2,000 or plus, laps it up. That's your top three, mate. Is it? Uh, is that where you're looking? Yeah, I thought I thought it was in the top three. I, I've landed on Montefilia. I just thought um, it's the only horse, I think, in this field that has run the trip, I'm pretty sure. And you're getting $5. Handles the heavy conditions. It'll be running on. It ran okay first up. I'm not concerned by that. Gets to 2,000, like you've said. It's drawn seven, so it'll be tracking right in behind the pace, and it gets a bit of fitness on its side. I just think it's I just think it's better than these others that are potentially unproven over the trip, and they're going to need to be proven because of the conditions that we're facing on Saturday. Yeah, mate. Um, I'm keeping it short and sweet. Fave on top for me, Mawanga. I think everyone everyone saw that last start, you know. Yeah, it's just gotten out. gotten out to be able to line up this week. So there you go. Um, but... Over the 2,000, it's just going to have that little bit more like, room to arrive if we can do that. Barrier 2, though, is going to be a little bit tricky and sticky. Um, but on top for me, uh, how about bloody Luna Fox going around again? Yeah, I, three, I was yeah surprised by that. <laughs> three runs in three weeks. Um, and, geez, albeit Group 1 uh, guineas and then a fourth in yeah, the All-Star Mall, which shocked us both. Yeah. Um, Again, it's one of those things, though, you just wonder grand final after grand final probably comes out and wins now at 15s. Yeah, it's, it's a bit it's – it's obviously a much better horse than, geez, what, what people thought it was. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's backed it up, hasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, it's gone bang, bang, two in a row. Like, it's the first one could be a fluke, but it doesn't come out and do it, does it again against that other field. You're yeah. like, holy crap, it's pretty serious. Well, that's it. And All-Star Mild, it was a group one field. I know it's not a group one, but it's a group one yeah. field. So. Yeah, yeah. Cut them some slack there. New South Wales and Queensland, you know, Victorians are trying, to <laughs> trying hard, mate. All right, back to the farm, mate. Back to our specialty, our focus, where we're yep. hunting winners, mate. 1,300 metres, BM70, mate, for Sky Racing. We love our friends at Sky. We'd love them more if they uh, broadcasted us live each and every week. We'll get there. 
Um, Jakama on front, mate. Put two together. Big Sheza, Shero on top there. He's riding it very, very well, mate. Uh, Then you got Golly Hut, which comes through uh, a pretty handy form race behind Ren's Day, um, who goes, I don't think goes around actually today. I think they've gone to elsewhere. Um, But a pretty competitive field. And again, it's one of those sort of, Different form lines coming together. I found this one pretty hard to line up, mate. So yeah, I'm hoping is, you might fill me up with some confidence. And yeah, this up, this this one was this one was probably the probably almost the worst of the day. I think um, it's one of those ones here. I've I've actually started with Dreamtimer on top for Kemp Yard with um, Matty Wishart. Oh, Got yeah. the three kilo claim. Um, I just think you're going to get enough. Yeah, you're going to mate. You're going to get enough pace here from the inside. So you've got all important conquer the stars leading off. Um, it ran pretty well latest. Um, I think it was in behind. I could do better, which I know didn't win yesterday in the slot, but I thought it was pretty impressive and hunting the line down in that particular race. It gets the extra trip and the wide open expanses, which I think it needs. I think the track's going to be a bit of a bit of a plus, and with that claim, it'll be carrying fifty five and a half. So dream timer on top in what I think, sir, mate, it's it's a tough race, but I think you need a bit of yeah. a price about something. Yeah, you're right, mate. Um, I've gone, I've gone second fame on top, Golly Hut. I just think the form might stand out. I mean, in hindsight, obviously after the race, but uh, two two starts back, you know, ran a ran third to Ren's Day in that Ventura Ocean form. Then again, a second to Ren's Day. So obviously, you know, the form stood up from that that first clash. And then you've got uh, Ventura Ocean, which is going around the next at, at odds on almost. So yeah. I think that could be the form. Uh, it's just one of those horses that does need the splits late. So, so these sort of muddly BM70 handicap races, they're all, you know, all over the shop. So luck in running is what I'm exactly praying for because we need it, mate. We need it. Oh, two more, mate. Two more. Uh, two more group ones as well. Is that what we've got? Is that what yep, you've got? Yep. Two left. I'm pretty sure, mate. All right, mate. Well, let's let's build the hype. Let's go stuck into no, the George Ryder Stakes. No, three more. And, the Rider, the Slipper, and then the famous Galaxy. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. All right, mate. Well, let's get the Rider out of the way. Get the Get Out Stakes done at Eagle Farm, and then really finish on a high with the Galaxy and the Slipper because that's what. The people want mate on Saturday, those two yep. huge races. Group ones. Mate, it's Her Majesty's kickoff point a lot of the years gone by, the George Ryder Stakes. We speak of Winx, of course. Yep. And you've got Winx's sparring partners and almost Winx 2.0, but we've heard that a few times of Funstar, $4 favorite. You're yeah. kidding yourself. Avilius, $4.40 second favorite. You're kidding yourself. And Colding, who doesn't run a centimeter on the uh, on the soft, let alone a drum, five dollar third favorite. I oh, know, mate. You're gonna <laughs> you're you're about to drop dead. I think. Yep. I I don't understand. I don't understand the fun star Colding thing. I mean, the probable form potentially from the futurity stakes with Arcadia Queen kind of doesn't that sort of, I don't know how good that form is the way it ran in the all-star mile. Maybe it just doesn't go around um, the Valley. It's, it's tough as well. It's, it's touch and go. I don't know. Um, I've I've landed with Avilius on top, mate. It beat home Funstar and Colding. There's no weight swing at all. Um, It gets the right trip here. The only two horses, 
that have beaten it. Colette and very elegant, very elegant's two dollar five favorite against Adeyeb over um, over the two thousand, which is probably to be fair, maybe Avilius is a, a better trip for Avilius. But I just thought the way it's going to handle the track, it gets in this field super well at the weights, and it's drawn pretty much perfect. I I was like. To me, it didn't make sense. I, I do. I don't understand the, the favorite, but and there's a few others there that sort of line up around like Dawn Passage, Juniper, a couple of them. But I just think they're awfully into the weights against Stavilius, which I mean, it's not necessarily proven at this level, but um, but I, I just thought it was it was in pretty good here. I think Cummings could be onto something. Hey, I think you're right. And I was look, I was 50, 50, 50 in this race, and I've I've actually picked the coin up on the other side, which I'll get into in a minute, but. I think big Jimbo Cummings, who's one of our biggest fans, G'day Jim if you're listening, uh, I think he summed it up. He's going to run third in that other group one behind Very Elegant and Adelaide yeah. or be an actual contender. In, uh, yeah, he, in he can fight. definitely win this. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the train of thought from the Godolphin camp. It better be Muhammad, so let us know if not. Um, I'm sticking with Dreamforce here. Last start there, mate, I had Dreamforce on top of the, the Canterbury Stakes and it just didn't pan out to what should have happened. Um, I think what happens here is what I said two weeks ago. So, Mungs, I'm not going to remind you. Go back and listen to the, the classics. But Dreamforce summoned out in front, uninterrupted. It's theirs to dictate terms. And just out of the two, I think Dreamforce is just the more war-hardened horse to to hopefully hold off the late surges of, yep, yeah, your Avilius, your Dawn Passage, Cascadian's always running on. Yeah, um, exactly right. I think Fun Stars, you know, super unders. So if you're yeah, a Fun it's Star, unders man, and getting it's unders, I reckon, and getting backed. It's four forty into yeah. three eighty, so the money's coming. I think they're sort of hoping that it just is a wet weather horse, um, which you know the stats back it up, but. It needs needs to win at the same time. Um, you know, has won once in the last twelve months, one from the last nine starts. Where I think if you go back through the form, it's probably started close to close to favourite in most of those sort of races. So I know there's a lot of fun star tragics out there, and if you need to hear this, don't back fun star. You've heard it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they, they've talked about it. I like that. They're very stern. That well, was good. I hope so. I'm, I'm just not in the mood to muck around with his Eagle Farm card this week. You know, it's just shattering me. Uh, <laughs> mate, and I'll tell you what, it's, it's come back full circle because the horse we absolutely threw under the bus last week, Ventura. Yeah, we did, didn't we? We looked like the, absolute uh, clowns. The well, they, they scratched it. So obviously the heavy was a concern. You know, European horses never run on a heavy track. Good frigging luck with that. Yeah. But we're back here for $2.60 and I think it, it gets in this field a lot better than what it did last time around. Are you you going the short way home, mate, or is Baroda tickling your fancy there at second favourite? No, I actually thought um, I reckon Scottish Miss Mist has been missed here in this um, in this particular race. Six fifty is well and truly value. He's been running well without winning or winning the only one time. Gets the right conditions here. Drawn the twelve, so I'll be out and running on. Um, four from six this trip has a second to JJ Dar prior at the sunny coast and that knocked off good chat I'd been about a bit of that good chat form through some of the tips we've done over the over the past couple of weeks and I just think it'll be flying late down the outside and if it's really choppy out there Ventura Ocean's got to come across from 13 to get on pace yep. 
Baroda is sort of the same. There's a fair bit of tempo in this from inside as well. I just think a few of these others are going to be in the wrong spot and could really set up for a horse that's going to be swimming down the outside like um, a bit of torpedo action in the 800-meter freestyle final, mate, the Olympics. <laughs> Well, um, uh, mate, I'm going to make a case for uh, for another horse through that same sort of form, which is which is good good vibes from Owen because it means we're looking in the right direction. I've got Luna Light on top from uh, from Barrier One, Big Shero on top, Big Shazza. G'day, mate, if you're listening. Uh, but think you can sneak and well, if you are listening, mate, this is how I want you to ride this horse. So pay attention. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna go forward from Barrier One, uh, and we're just gonna greyhound it. Simple as that. I think the lay of Ventura Ocean still is applicable because I'm just concerned about these European horses that come over here uh, and sort of hit that flat spot second up. So, you know, super impressive first up. Don't get us wrong, but there's still a little bit of question marks around this uh, this horse to take $2.40. So each way learn a lot. If it just goes forward in front with nothing really niggling it, um, I think it can just steal this one of Scottish Miss, which, yeah, which gets a little bit uh, in better at the weights there, Luna Light too. So could be a nice little Quinella there for the monks to bring us into the last mates, the Queensland Guineas Day class replate. Geez, yep. they are struggling for sponsors of races there at the Brisbane Racing Club. Mate, word for word on top, Dittman, Waller, the combination, yep. Mashiki. Yep. Can you believe it? Well, Shiki finally won. Oh, mate. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just Terrifying, seeing what it's it? there, actually. Who's your dealer? Yeah, that was a, that was a yeah, funny day. Yeah, knocked off the $1.40. Yeah. That was another one of those stick-up days, it felt like. Yes. Well, and Groundhog Day comes full circle because Kubrick goes around here <laughs> under $10 at $9. Like, this is these are these horses that just seem to attract that unders odds. And they usually have Chris Waller's name underneath them. Um, Bonaparte, slow hands, mate, Parangus, the minivan, you know, the list goes on. This is a, this is a monster field for the last, which is what we love, mate. It's what we love. It's nice and easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mate. I tell you what, I, I mean, I've I think I've backed about half the field again. I think I swear I say that every week. It's hard when you're when you're betting when you're dabbling every weekend in Queensland racing. It's a much smaller group of horses to go through, so you tend to nab a few. But mate, slow hands eight dollars fifty finally gets the soft conditions. Hallelujah! I think it's been running on a good track for about the last four years or something like that. I think this is its chance. It gets the conditions. Eight fifty is somewhat of a price. Sixteen hundred is a humongous tick. It draws a gate in three. I don't think it has to go back and be dead last. I think three or four pairs back outside or inside could be the place to be. Um, loves the trip, and it, man, it's in from it was in it was started forty one dollars last start. I think third up here we could be on with slow hands and this slop fest that's predicted. Hallelujah, mate. Slow hands. All day, every day, on board. Exactly what you said. Gets us off. Gets up to the mile. Yeah, as finally. Well. <laughs> um, and I remember when we first really started, well, keyword trying to hone in on the Brisbane form, this fellow was an absolute ATM for the monks. So I think he can uh, he can get back to his best slow hands and just gets the run of the race. I mean, he's never – doesn't have to go back. He's one of those horses that can sit handy midfield, I think word for Has word. Has to sit midfield. You don't, I don't yeah. want him back more than two or three pairs, really. If he's any yeah. further back than that, I'm like, oh, no. 
That's right. The concern is if they're just going to be running on. Um, well, full stop, but come race nine on a, on a choppy afternoon there. Um, but look, in saying that, he could be back enough to be able to have all the fortunate pathways down the outside if they're going to become a wide. Whereas, you know, your, your top top ones in the market there, word for word, even Bonaparte, they're going to have to push forward from the wide, do a lot of work. And, you know, a 1600 soft could feel like an 1800 for some of these horses. Oh, that, legs for a few of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent, mate. Oh, good. Well, that's that's confidence, mate. Coming home yep. in the last because that's exactly what we need. It's what we need to need to do this, uh, mate. What do you want to get stuck in the first? I'll put it on you: the slipper or the galaxy. Uh, we'll finish with the slipper. I think I'm pretty excited about the galaxy, though. That's my 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 number one horse. The horse of of the of the of the bean household is um is lining up, and I am pretty excited about it. I've got to be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's, I mean, he's back. He's going to get the heavy. He's going to get the conditions. Barrier 12 for Jungle Edge. Um, and look, the, the big question is, where's he going to sit? Because you yeah. look at the speed, I mean, every horse leads, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, where would you like to see the big boy in the run? Um, I think I'd probably, I think you probably want to be about the fifth or sixth lane. I'm happy for him to lead down the middle. I know that everyone's like, oh, you're running a bit further, but I just think the work he'll do in the slop on the rail is probably not the place to be. And I think in some of these races, I think when he won on a Caulfield a few, maybe a year or two years ago, he ran sort of down the centre of Caulfield. And I'm yep. hoping he aims for a sort of a similar similar assault here with Jade DeRose on board. But, mate, the story out of this race, I reckon, is Tally Urk opened at $7 in final fields once the barrier draw was done. Now, with its form line, the weight it's carrying, and its performance in the conditions, that was lunacy. It's in the 450, but the fact I saw $7, there's no scratchings either. So there's no... It's not that's 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 a push. Like so, I thought as well when I saw seven dollars. I've got it in my notes. I thought that was crazy, and it's four fifty favorite now, which makes a bit more sense. But um, yeah, yeah, Jungle Edge is just the best wet tracker in Australia. You don't want another meter further than eleven hundred meters because that spells trouble. <laughs> but I'm on at twenty one dollars and five fifty the place, or five twenty the place, or something. So hope for a big bold run from the ten year old. Yeah, mate. Well, look, you're, you're certainly in the spoils, that's for sure. Mate, I'm, I'm looking wide as well. I've come up with Splintex on top. Um, there hasn't been much early support, but again, bit of a wet tracker. Uh, first up was never going to, you know, be in, be in contention with a thousand metres there. But two from two in the heavy, I think that uh, it can almost lead this field because it seems to be the only pace horse and, and last up missed the jump. But Seems to be the only pace horse that probably could get the rails run yeah. if the rails is is going to be on. So he could potentially keep a horse like Eduardo out, which, you know, a heavy 1,200 metres, uh, 1,100 metres, sorry, is is poison for 1,000-metre horses, which I think a few of these horses might be found out as just that. But Splintex will appreciate the wet, appreciate the run first up to get it ready for this. Um a young horse i'm getting 21 dollars, so it's not a bad way to find out if he's up to it or not so yeah i'm, I'm like you mate just looking outside the favorite <coughs> pair because i mean hopper and her taylor eduardo they all want to do it post to post to post yeah, only one of them yeah. can yeah i think the other thing with jungle edges that i didn't put in my notes as well is it gets in really well at the weights it's only carrying 54 and a half kilos now i mean most of his races he's carrying 58 59 sort of at least 
And I think in some of them, even 60 kind of thing. Yeah. So it gets like, mm-hmm. a, he won't know himself. He'd be like, is there anyone on my back? <laughs> You're right. And it's it's a bit like we we had the the Avilius push there for you, mate, as well. I mean, he's, he's sort of at that cuff where he gets in bad at the handicaps, but the weight for age um, sprints, he's just outclassed by, you know, yeah, completely. Trips, stand around the lanes that he's run against the last few years. So with that sort of pecking order of sprinters, not yet diminished, but, you know, there's horses that haven't quite stepped up or lived up to the hype. It, it makes this field super open because yeah, you know, winnable. they're all they're all sort of looking for that consistency with their with their sprinting performances. Yeah. All right, be, mate. Should be a pretty good race. Ooh, here we go. Main event time. So again, Mugs, we tell you, it's one of our favorite races of the years. We can't we don't have enough time in the day to go through all of them, but two year olds, this is this is it, the slipper, this is the grand final. We're gonna have a heavy track, twelve hundred meters. <laughs> A lot of these horses haven't seen either of that. They've had their lead-up races. Um, and, of course, you're going to have 50,000 horses that want to lead because two-year-olds love to jump and run. Luck in running, all those little things. I mean, you can't really piece anything outside of the box of what you have seen. Um, but we're going to try and make a case for one. Go, Bingo. Oh, president! No, I reckon. I reckon. Oh, president's been. Um, it made it's two. It's two for two here. This prep. This is the Waller Glen Boss Genuine Equine Stitch Up. They do it almost at least. At least win one big group one a year. These two, they team up for a bit of a robbery, and um, we saw. I think Bossy was um on his haunches practicing on some of the racing sites this week. A bit of bit of fitness work he looks pretty pretty good i just think here um it's it's about i think it's this one of two horses that does handle the conditions here um i don't understand how profiteer is favorite to be honest at all it makes zero sense to me it's got no no weight swing on animo which is just looks super this prep and there's 15 dollars between the two so if you're backing either that's that was yeah, the, if, that was if, a problem last start that he they couldn't restrain him um, yeah, and he's got to do it 1200 and a heavy yeah if you're backing profiteer for god's sake do yourself a favor and have you know a saver on animo because it knocked it off last start even in a head-to-head market don't be a clown um and i just think the value here mate oh president 15 dollars. it'll handle the ground it's got a pretty sharp record strike rate in these big races for that pair and um yeah conditions are going to be key it's the seventh race of the day so if they don't handle a heavy you're dead yeah you're dead. You're dead. Mate, I'm, I'm backing you in. Big-time racers need big-time jocks, and we've got big-time bossy on yep. top of big-time Waller. Yeah, I like him as well, mate. And it's I was, I was was I'm a bit in the Artorias camp as well, just thanks to my sports bet pending bets. But yep. um, <laughs> the, heavy, the heavy track is going to be the what-if. And Yeah, they came out today, I think this morning even, and said that, didn't they? They're like, oh, it's a touch and go. We don't know. Yeah. But I just know... He's and the win was super impressive. Um, first up on the heavy two. If you haven't, Marcus, go back and watch it because he was absolutely taken on twelve fifty as well, which shows that twelve hundred on a heavy is going to be no problem. Albeit weaker form lines, we understand that. Um, yeah. And then it was just this storm at home passed a pretty good field there last start um, in a group two. So I think he's almost you know not the forgotten Waller horse um, in the race. I know he's favourite compared to home affairs. I thought home affairs was shorter. Oh, well, anyway, kick on. Yep. But, uh, yeah, 
No, I'm in I'm in the a president's camp there as well, mate. The stallion at making race. I think a friend stuff. I think I think a friend of the mugs, Benny Thomas, has got a bit of a, a bit of a smart opinion, swift swift witness too. He likes the form lines there for a bit of a smoky for those roughy players out there. Swift witness is probably I mean $35 is probably overs, but um included yep. in all your multiples. Well, and it's it's a good testament too for just that Magic Millions form as well. I mean, you've got Shakiro in there as well. People have been spraying it that every time it comes up, people every launch, year, and it's just like Crone goes down and wins the Coolmore. I I just don't understand if Jonka comes out and runs a place in the galaxy. I tell you what, <laughs> this, there'll be trouble. <laughs> well, and even Shakiro spanked him last yeah. start. It was a super win there in the Pega Pega. So it's not it's not as if they're up here because it's a D-grade competition. I mean, you know, you, you get your top half of the field that are actual group performed or group performing to be horses. So yeah. no, I'm, I'm all I'm all for uh, Swift Witness to make a case for, same with Shaquiro. Um, and there's a few others there that, you know, are just ridiculous odds, but you just can't back them all in a race yeah. like this, mate. That's why it's, we love it. It's wide open, wide open. It's wide open, mate. Well, look, this is, this is the ripper time of year for the mugs because autumn carnival mate next weekend goes into the championships. So this is a really perfect weekend just to fill the balance up because Yuff. we'll be tipping our bootays off for that in a couple of weeks. We've got the Cassie for Hey, Hey mate, she's going to jump in. She reckons. So now that I've plugged it, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have to get her to confirm. All right. Help. But we need beans banger, mate. We need the best of the day back at the farm. We almost forgot about that because we were so quickly keen to get away from there. Mate, Beans Banger, he runs at Bank West tonight against the Melbourne Storm. He also runs at Eagle Farm on Saturday, and that's King Gutho, mate. $2.60 should be winning that one, I think, with the sweet dolly form. Oh, mate, I'm going to I'm gonna <laughs> fill us both up with confidence there in the last and go the big boy slow hands. The big grey, mate, if you don't love back in a big grey home, charging down the straight, there is something bloody wrong with you. I'm telling yep. you that. <laughs> That's right, mate. Looking forward to looking forward to good luck with the wet weather out there, mugs. Wear your raincoats. That's all from the bean. Anything from the Moz? Mate, that's it. It's a it's a ripper weekend of racing. Can't wait to get stuck in Friday night and just carry the vibes through to Sunday Shartin. It'll be in there somewhere, hey? <laughs> Sounds good, mugs.